0: This podcast is sponsored by our all-new course, What Tech Job is Right for Me. Visit us at yourtechie.com slash start to check out our new course and find what tech job is right for you. Hi and welcome. Excited to be here with you guys today. And I'm super excited about the topic, Cut Your Tech Learning Time in Half. I wanna tell you why I'm so excited about this topic. I'm pretty sure you're all gonna really appreciate it, but I wanna t- start off by telling you, um, I get it. I completely understand how hard it is to either transition from work uh, of, of one career into tech or from staying at home into tech. And for those of you who are moms like me, uh, we wanna know how long is this gonna take? And we're forever looking for ways to save time, right? Saving time, saving money, it's so important. So when I say cut your tech learning time in half, um, what I really mean is that if we are strategic in how we learn, we can absolutely achieve our goals faster. And I think that that's a really important goal to go for we often don't want to feel like we're rushed or like we are you know, unqualified. We don't wanna rush through the learning. But I'm gonna walk you through the steps where I really believe that if you focus on these, you can achieve so much more, so much faster than y- you think today. So join me for this ride and let's, let's see where we end up, okay? All right. So. The first thing I want you to do, and you're gonna be totally surprised by this, is decide on your goal. Now, this is really important because I'll see things in our own Your Techie Facebook group or other groups where people will say, "You know, can I do, can can I learn this uh, in such and such a time? Can I do, is it possible to do that? Here's the thing. You need to know what your goal is. If your goal is to simply Learn something that's not specific enough. What are to what level? Because let me just give you an example. So if you're a JavaScript developer, let's say you're a JavaScript developer, you're a full stack JavaScript developer, and you've been doing full script j- JavaScript development, uh, full stack JavaScript development for ten years. Let me ask you a question. Do you think there's anything more for you to learn? Yes, of course there is. There's always something more to learn. This is both the beauty and the complexity of technology, right? It's always changing. So I'm going to tell you a little story a little bit further down the podcast from my, my morning, the morning I had today. And uh, things changed on me. And uh, you know what? It was challenging. It was, a, it was a big challenge, but I know that technology changes all the time. And it's something that I go to all the time. The other the other last week, the Facebook Live changed, okay? So we've got all these different things that are co- they're constantly changing. And if you allow a change to frustrate you, because you're like, I already learned that, you're losing. And if you approach your tech learning with, I am learning these skills, these more holistic skills, to achieve a specific goal you're winning you're succeeding now the goal will change right like we we talk about three months to getting hired so I gonna I'm gonna use that as a good goal I think it's a great goal okay I think it's really achievable for in most instances now it depends on how much time you can put in on a daily basis but we're gonna talk about that we're always competing with this mental mindset of where we learned for 12 years, and then some of us, even in college, exactly how to be spoon-fed information and then rep- and then regurgitate it back. Sorry, that's the best word I could come up with. <laughs> and that is not what technology is about. It's just not about that. You've gotta do it before you're ready. That's how you learn. And you might be thinking, no, 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 explain it all to me, and then I'll do it. And I'm gonna tell you, that's just a losing strategy in technology. You have to do it, understand what you missed, and then iterate, do it again. So, but what does that mean? I'm gonna walk you through this process of cutting your tech learning time in half. We're going to do that by first deciding on a goal. So I want you, this is very important. You have to write that goal down. You have to write down the goal that you're achieving with your learning, and I want you to give yourself a time limit. Now, one of the things that I think can be misconstrued when we talk about time limits is that if we don't achieve it, we're a failure. If we don't, and I don't want you to look at it like this. This is a soft timeline. This is a timeline where... If we don't get to where we thought we would get at the end of that timeline, we're just gonna readjust. We're gonna reevaluate our goal and say, okay, maybe I need one more month, or maybe I need three more months. But what I guarantee you, what I, I sincerely promise is that is a much more effective strategy to achieving goals whether that's to become proficient in in a specific area of technology to get hired in technology to level up in technology to get paid what you're worth it's a much better strategy to set forth a time limit so that you understand the progress you've made and then at the end of that you can evaluate your progress so i want you to set a goal and a timeline and if you're like i don't know i have no idea Set a goal to get hired in a specific position for three months. It's a great, it's, it's just a great baseline to go with. And you can evaluate whether or not that works for you as you're involved in it. Like, as you're committed to it and you're doing it, you can think, is this working for me? Okay? And you can go back and evaluate that. But it's a great way to start off, okay? So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna decide on a goal, okay? So, decide on a goal. Write it down. Now. Now we're gonna start planning, okay? So for most of us, we We tend to start looking for experts to tell us uh, what we should learn. And the challenge is that that's the model, right? That's the model of going to college. You get a degree, you're like, pick your degree, and then these people, this collection of professors will tell you what you need to do to be successful. Herein lies the challenge, okay? This is the big problem, is that in technology, the paths are so narrow, and the technology is always changing, it's very hard to hear, to just get a bunch of experts to tell us what to do. So instead, I want you to create a learning plan about what you need to learn. And you might say, I don't know what to learn, I'm brand new to this, I have no idea. I promise you, if you do a couple of quick Google searches, you will be able to come up with the top five skills you need for that job. Okay? Another strategy that I use for this, um, to identify what this specific learning objectives are, and you can just pick five, is that I find five job postings that I really like. Okay, so you find five job postings that describe the same job, they have to be the same job within reason, and then you just look across them and you pick the top five skills that are repeated. That's a really fast way to understand the skills. So don't waste your time spending a week saying, okay, well, if I learn this, or put it in a plan, pick five, move along. And your plan, again, you can do it for any amount of time that you want. I recommend three months. Um, Okay, so now we've got five areas, five topics, but they're not specific enough for us to put on our learning plan. We need to break those down. And, And you might say, okay, I'm gonna learn number one for the first two weeks. Okay, and then now we'll know we'll need to put different, we'll have to get even more specific for those two weeks. Okay, Um, and then you might, and we'll have to get more specific as we go along, but just be okay with taking your first guess at this and putting together a plan because that skill of saying, I need to, here's what I need to learn to achieve my goal here are the steps i'm going to learn to break it down and then doing that that is the successful process in tech as opposed to uh someone's going to tell me how to take steps x y and z okay so one of the things that happens if we don't have a plan is that we get lost in the details and tech is notorious for this i call it the tech learning rabbit hole Anything you learn is going to have like 12 other layers to it, okay? Or even worse, like millions of different branches coming from it. So that doesn't really matter if you're coding. Uh, you could learn, I don't know, 10 different programming languages. There are there are probably a hundred. Um, and then within each of those, there are different layers. If you're designing, you could be a UX designer and, and your UI skills and all this UX process and that UX process. And uh, we can run design think sessions and we can create all these, we can find all these different UI toolkits and create our own uh, digital marketing. We could do Facebook ads or Google ads or what if we try this or that. There's so many. And that, my friends, is what is preventing you from getting hired. You need to narrow your focus so that you can just learn what you need to learn to get to your goal. And then you have another goal, and then you learn what you need to learn to get to that goal. Now, the um, so we put it down on the learning plan even though we're not sure, because what we're gonna do is we're going to do the work and iterate on that and adjust our learning plan as we need to, okay. So we're getting there. But after we decide and plan, we need to get to scheduling. Okay. This is an essential part of this. I want you to literally schedule an appointment with yourself. Now, I have a good friend. She has always been good at this. And she stayed at home with her kids. This is not a tech learning situation. She was able to schedule time um, in her calendar for everything. Yeah, her kids' doctor's appointments, but her play dates. Now, she didn't have, it wasn't that she was booked, you know, nine to five, but it provided the structure that she needed while she was a stay-at-home mom. Now, some of you are like, no, 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 I just like to kind of hang. We can all have different um systems but her system worked really well for her because she liked to have that type of structure And within that structure like there was the the play date was unstructured and, and what have you but i know that if you don't learn the skill of putting something on your calendar and then showing up for yourself you're going to fall short when it comes to actually getting what you need to learn, which is deliberate practice. And that's a technical learning term. It, it, it sounds very common, like our common language, but uh, deliberate practice means that we do it again and again and again, that's essential. So what I don't want you to do is schedule eight hours on Tuesday and nothing else the rest of the week. I really want you to work towards scheduling a small amount of time each and every day okay that's an important part now it depends on where you are some of you if you have a preschooler and they go three days a week that's what you're gonna do I would say hey what about nap time or quiet time or rest time whatever that is love that time still have my kids do it it's reading time now but I would suggest that you use that time to do a, another little chunk of work uh, just so you can get those five days in okay Okay, and I'm gonna walk you through the appointments and how long they should be in a little bit, but just knowing that getting things on your schedule is is important, is this next that's this next section of scheduling. Now, we just talked about deliberate practice. I'm gonna go all learning nerd on you and give you a couple more learning terms that are really gonna matter in your life, the okay? The next term that I wanna give you is called chunking. Real fancy word, huh? But it really matters in terms of scheduling. Here's why. Okay. When we, this is a little secret in learning theory, and this is going to help you and your kids. I always find this to be super interesting when we can kind of learn something for ourselves that actually helps us to be better parents. And this is going to really help with when your children are struggling in uh, in school. You know, it can be really frustrating, and that happens to all of us, right? If, If some of us, it's chronic. Their children really just, it's it's kind of a mismatch and then some of us it's like oh our kids do really well but then there's always this thing and then you know the thing then they're in tears okay we all know it and then you're frustrated and they're frustrated but let me tell you why that is like maybe this will help you as you're experiencing that to understand what's actually going on here's what's actually going on it could be one of two things I'm gonna talk to you about chunking first typically if we're overwhelmed and we get frustrated and so for kids they cry for us Sometimes we cry and that's okay. But we need to start to like literally feel the feelings of like, man, I'm getting really frustrated here. Okay. And then what is happening is likely that the chunk of learning that you have scheduled for that time is too big. And that happens all the time. Okay. It, it ab- is a challenge of being new. So I want you to just allow that to happen. Like, whoop. I thought it was going to take me this amount of time to learn this chunk but the chunk was too big okay so let me tell you about what happened to me this morning so i was working on a digital marketing campaign for your techie and the campaign is for a it's a um a webinar pipeline so i use a software called kajabi for my courses and for my marketing campaigns and the specific marketing campaign um, a campaign in Kajabi is called a pipeline, and this was a webinar pipeline. So, I'm going to invite people through a Facebook ad to a uh, find what, find how tech fits you webinar, and um, I'm building a pipeline around that. So, a pipeline has things like the registration page, an email sequence, the actual webinar. Um, a confirmation page, a sales page, a checkout page. It has all these components. So it wasn't working the way that it used to. Okay, number one, it had changed, which was very unhelpful from the last time I did it. And then number two, I was trying to do something a little different. So we have two complexities there. But what I found out, what I started to do is I said, okay, this is not working, I'm gonna break it down. So I ended up writing out the steps in a Google Doc and it was more than seven pages long of steps. And I had allotted 30 minutes to get it done now that was ridiculous now i can see but i when i went in i thought i was only gonna have to tweak a few things so here i am i've done this before this is not my first time doing it but i'm not an expert and i'm trying to siphon through these different elements and i can clearly see now as i've written out the steps now i'm more well educated okay now i understand how long it takes and not only that I was able to build components that I can reuse again. So not only do I have a better understanding of how long something will take me, it will take me less time because of the time that I put in and because of these reusable components. Now, reusable components can happen in UX design, can happen in coding. um, And sometimes a reusable component is just, I know how to do this. I know how to write these three lines of code. I don't need to look them up. And so we get, it's both and, both we, normally we don't allow enough time the first time. So if we just take that same amount of time, but with our new learning, that tends to work out better and we just do it again. Okay. Or we do it again and we do one level up. Now, this brings me to the other point. So that's all about chunking. How do we chunk our learning time? So if you're child is struggling and this doesn't matter if it's reading or math or whatever you can chunk it down so they may just need to read an easier book and you might say well that's not what you know the assignment is or whatever well if the words are bigger if the pages are more spaced out they're going to gain confidence they it needs to be chunked down smaller you can also i read a page you read a page The same thing in math, math is absolutely chunked out. Sometimes we have to, um, I often find that with, so with my first grader, I really have to chunk out the directions, the directions are usually very unclear. And they're not typically written the way that I experience math, for most of us, right? Because we learned a different way, but definitely um, because math was one of my areas of focus, I don't think about math the way a first grade sheet ha- has been done, and so that can be a challenge. It's not done the way that I know. So I have to even chunk out the, okay, we're going to read one sentence and then put it out. So it, it just depends. And if there's a if there's a multi-part problem, you're going to chunk it into smaller parts. So chunking is very important. Now the other part that's very important is this um, component where I was talking about where we need to just... We learn something and then we do it again and maybe just add one more layer to it. That is called scaffolding. So if we do not know, if we don't have the entry level skills to do the work, that will also cause frustration. So if you've chunked it down as small as you can get it, you're like, I still don't get it. Then you need to step back and go to whatever is right before then. it's very important that you start to gain clarity around what these chunks are, specifically what they are for you, because that is how you can start to break apart your learning and understand how can you get hired in 90 days? That is how you do it. Okay, so one final note about chunking. I want you to understand that if you expect yourself to be good at something when you first start out, you're setting yourself up for failure. You need to be patient with yourself because you won't be good at it the first time. Very few people are good at things the first time and even then they'll still hit a roadblock. And usually there's a reason they're good at it the first time. I like to use Michael Jordan as the example because in the few times where he talks about what he, um, his work ethic, people tend to downplay his work ethic and upplay his ability so you can read carol dweck mindsets it's it's my most recommended book of all time and i think it's required reading for everyone it's not just for tech for parents for humans for people in the workplace for everyone but it's called mindsets and growth mindset it means that we appreciate and understand that the growth process involves dedication and learning and practice. And a fixed mindset, we tend to think, oh, oh, he's, you know, he's a special case. And obviously he is. But what's interesting is that Michael Jordan worked was was never to be outworked. He was never to be someone where somebody worked harder than him, and you think, but you're the superstar, these other people should be. You know, they should these rookies should be working harder than you. So it's a really interesting dynamic here where if you start to hear yourself say these thoughts like, oh, shoot, I don't get it, I must not be good at it, you haven't done it enough times. So you really need to own that you're not going to be good at it the first time and that's okay. You will get good at it with daily practice because you are techie you are capable of doing this it's only a matter of you chunking it scaffolding and being patient with yourself okay and i totally get that that's a challenging thing we we want to be good the first time and we don't think we should have to work at it and you absolutely have to work at this you have to do it every single day and when you miss a day you need to forgive yourself and get right back at it okay that's what has to happen okay now We've got everything scheduled out into the chunks that we think are right. So that's why with our learning plan, I like us to do maybe those five topics. And I say maybe because some people, there are five to seven topics. It's not really that important how many. It's more important that you pick five skills and you don't pick 20. If you think, I'm just going to learn these 20 things and then I'm going to get hired as a UX designer, please don't do that. It's not necessary to learn how to lead a design thinking session before you get hired as a UX designer. It might be a good skill to gain, it might be important to learn along the way, it's not necessary to get hired. And I always want you to be focusing on that goal because that's how we're going to achieve more faster and that's also how you're going to get paid your value and you're gonna earn income sooner. And that's really important, that's a really important thing that you earn what your value is, okay? And I wanna make sure that we're covering that spread, right? 20% of women hold technology positions. We need to cover that number and then, and we, while we simultaneously work on getting paid the value that we provide to the marketplace. So I want you to get paid and I wanna make sure that you're doing the taking the steps that are gonna get you there, not just all the stuff, not learning all the things. All right, so we're into the do phase all right, we're gonna actually execute on this schedule. And what I want you to do is with this schedule that you've put in place, I want you to pick two things, two really tangible chunks that you're gonna work on every day. Now, the way I recommend this is that you work, you you make them so small that they are 25 minutes worth of time. And you set a timer um, Uh, a 25 minute timer and then you take a five minute break and then you set another 25 minute timer and you do the second thing. And just that skill of being small is gonna help you. Now, this is if you're just getting started. If you are already doing that or more, I just want you to add 25 minutes to whatever you're doing. Okay, there's no reason that you shouldn't be learning for hours a day if that's what your schedule allows, if you are laid off or staying at home. I encourage you to do more, but here's the problem. If you try to get started with four hours a day, you're setting yourself up for failure. You need to make the the bar so low that you absolutely will do it that's the most important thing so the first week the first and if you're struggling just do one 25 minute time period okay i only want you to start with two one or two 25 minute segments depending so if you're just if you're saying okay where should i start i recommend two tasks one that is each 25 minutes now when you come, I want you to have a system that you're going to come up with. So we're going to set up our days, 25 minutes here, 25 minutes there. If you don't know what time, do it before 10 in the morning. Um, That's a great way to make sure you get it done. I know for those who sleep in, fine, 11, but it's best to get your two things done before 10 a.m. Trust me, from years of practice in this. And then I want you to write down, before you do any learning, I want you to write down what system you will use when you come up against a roadblock. So you will it's not going to be smooth sailing. If you go in thinking it's going to be smooth sailing, that's not going to be an effective strategy. What are you going to do when you come up against a roadblock? And here are some things that you can do in your... so. How will you write it down? Do you have a notebook? Do you have a process that you're taking? Do you have a Google doc where you're gonna document what the problem is? And then what are solutions, what are what are strategies you can use to find solutions? So you, you're probably gonna want some mentors in your group. You're gonna want some peers who are doing this along with you. You're gonna wanna know what your online resource communities are. Where can you just go to a forum or a, or a group, a Facebook group or whatever to find it? What are your books or online courses Courses that you're using and I just want you to pick a few like two in each of those categories if you have too many mentors or too many peers or too many courses it's really gonna just derail you because you'll be like well this mentor says this this course says that how do we and it's not they're probably both right in different environments it's really important that you just have a few that you're working with now and then maybe on your next maybe next month you iterate to a new a new teacher okay a new course you can kind of get through but stick with what you learned um, especially for courses just do one course at a time right we tend to add the courses add the courses it's, it's very tricky I try to always wait until I'm and I purchase courses I think they're really valuable but I try uh, to finish a course I don't allow myself to buy one until Uh, I finished the work, and so when you pick these two things, I want you to, uh, so you've got them on your schedule, but we're gonna do them, and we're gonna do them by having a strategy of people to go to when we run into problems, and then I want you to set up your environment, and here's how I set up my environment. So my recommendation is copy me, and then tweak it to your needs. So here's the way I set it up. I set my timer for 25 minutes. You can go, you can literally type in timer into Google, and it'll, it's not even a page. It's just, it just shows you the timer. And then I put on my headphones and I use alpha waves and I put the alpha waves on for the 25 minute timer. And that is called a pomodoro. It's a, it's an Italian term for a tomato timer. They use, they have these like old fashioned tomatoes that they put on the stove and you turn it 25 minutes. And uh, my friend Barb Oakley from Learning How to Learn uh, taught me about that. And that's just a great way to, segment your time, and um, and so I'm gonna do that every day with my headphones because I'm setting up my environment. I'm also gonna go to the same place every day, and it doesn't really matter where that is. Don't overthink I've that I- in a bunch of different environments, and I can work in there because I've set it up the same, and I just go to the same place, and I already know my system, and my system of alpha waves and timer and headphones and knowing where to go online and knowing what to do, It all creates this routine where if the physical desk is different or the physical space around me is different, it doesn't distract me because I've got all my other pieces kind of set up. Does that make sense? Okay, and then I just want you to do it every day. Did I mention that? Did I mention daily practice? I can't emphasize that enough. Just doing it every day is how you gain the skills. That's really how you get hired in 90 days, is if you do it for 90 days, you will be able to talk about it with so much confidence and so much um, knowledge of the value that you're bringing, it's gonna absolutely get you where you need to go. So daily practice. Okay. Just a couple more things that I want to tell you in cutting your tech learning time in half. This one's really important. This one's going to really reduce your time. And I know you ladies are going to hear me out here. The next step is forgive yourself. Because, let's face it, you're going to sit down, you're going to put your headphones on, you're going to put your timer on, do your alpha waves, you're going to sit down to do your chunk, and something's going to go wrong. Or you you didn't know that it would... Uh, be as hard as it was, or what do you know, that one chunk is gonna take you all week, or whatever it is, I want you to forgive yourself. And then when you go to ask a question, like you have your system and you're gonna go ask a question to a mentor in the forum or whatever, someone's gonna be snotty with you, or they're gonna say, you know, uh, go Google it, Google that, or check the FAQs, or we don't take newbie questions, or whatever, here's the thing, that's about them. That's about them, that's not about you. That doesn't. We don't let that stuff bother us. So if you didn't ask a good question, just forgive yourself and then look at that. Maybe take that feedback and say, okay, could my question be better? If your question could be better, make your question better. But Go ahead and, and create a better question. Go ahead and learn even more. Ask, maybe you're not in the right forum. You're, everything is learning. Maybe you've gotta try a different place. Maybe you've gotta try a different approach. But don't expect, you, don't expect to ask a question and have it be answered and highly valuable immediately. It just isn't the way it works, okay? Okay, one more component here and forgive yourself. If you're wondering what specific type of question you can ask, I can give you the answer for all different technology. Doesn't matter if you're coding, doesn't matter if you're Scrum Master, doesn't matter if you're digital marketing, UX design, it doesn't matter. Here's where you know you are really rocking and rolling. And you probably can't ask this question the first day, but if you can, oh my gosh, amazing. When you can produce something, Even if it's not high quality, even if it's just a newbie, and you can put it out there and ask for feedback or not just say, Do you like it? but ask for a specific question about that. Hey, I tried to do this and it didn't work. Maybe you share some code. Hey, I'm designing this flow and um, something's not working. What do I do here? Hey, I'm using this software and I'm not getting an answer here. When you can face your fears, and put something out there for others to give you feedback on, you've reached another level. It will require that you forgive yourself because people aren't gonna be nice. Like they're gonna tell you what they think. And some will, I shouldn't say it, some will absolutely be nice, but there's always the one, you know? Don't worry about what they say. Just evaluate if it helps you get better. And if it helps you get better, it's a win. You're succeeding decide what you should be working on and then put it out there and i know you're thinking well i might do the wrong thing or if you're learning you're not doing the wrong thing you're you're making the progress you need to make okay finally i want you to take this last step which comes kind of naturally but allow yourself the time to do it and that is to refine what you're doing so After each day, and eventually we want to do this by week, but in the beginning, it'll just be every day. What did I get done today? And try to do this without the judgment of like, oh, I didn't get enough done. I do that enough for all of us. So don't worry about that. But we, we want to look at what did I do? Was that effective? Was that an effective use of my time? And here's how, you know, did this help you achieve your goal? If that piece of learning helped you achieve your goal, do more of it. Go deeper on it. Continue with the path you're on. If that chunk of learning was not very productive in your goal or was not very helpful, okay, now you've learned too to not do that and just put that aside. And then, hey, I'm going to spend my time on something else. So how you really cut your tech learning time in half is... By not just doing the work every day sitting down go do the work to work is by evaluating if what you are doing is effective to your goals we often want to do the work we want to know we're gonna work harder we're gonna be the expert we don't want to steal from someone we don't want to get hired in a job that we're not qualified for if we haven't done all the learning then we don't deserve it you deserve it you deserve it now show up do the work and you will never know everything But if you just learn a few things, you'll be able to add value to an organization. So what I really want you to do is to not just spend time in the learning, but spend time evaluating how the learning is getting you to your goal or not. And then tweaking it, because most of the time what we're really doing when we're not effectively using our time is that we're learning stuff we don't need to learn for this one goal. So by paring it down and refining what we're doing, you will absolutely make progress on that goal faster. So what you can really do is develop the system, develop the learning plan, schedule your time, and then execute it. And so the first week, you're probably not going to get most of it right. But by the second week, you'll be like, hey, I have a much better handle on what the chunks are. And by the third week, You will really be able to estimate and you'll be rocking and rolling, but you've got to set that bar of getting to work very low, not your goal. You don't set a low bar for the goal, set a high bar for the goal, but a low bar for getting yourself to act. I hope this has been helpful. I know it's going to cut your tech learning time in half, and I'm so thankful that you were here with me today. Thank you, friends. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies training and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.